What's up and welcome back to House of M podcast. This is episode number four. No turn up today, but you're going to get turn up tomorrow. It's a multiple episode week. We got CK in the house. What's going on, man? Oh, dude, it feels great to be back. Almost like I never left. (laughs) As I said on the last House of M you're either going to get a mixture of me, Turnip, and CK, CK and I. You never know. It could be CK and Turnip. Who knows? Who knows? Like, but CK is going to be in the main mix. So I'm releasing an episode on the main line, and he's not going to be just a normal old guest anymore. So welcome to the house, officially. Officially. Great. <laughs> finally, finally a part of the team, dude. That's it. The, That's it. The the uncanny, the uncanny house event. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's what we should do. Do a little uncanny house of M. That's a good. That's a good title yeah. mix up. I like it. I like it. But anyway, no, you're going to be a part of the main stuff, so it's all good. Um, so what do you want to talk about today? I'm going to give you a little bit of the rain. Let, let's let's hear it. Let's see where we go. Well, I mean, you know, I the, I guess the easiest route to take is the uh, what's happening right now route. And I don't know if any of these listeners have ever read the 2021 Defenders series. Not the Defenders, just Defenders. But uh, yes, last year, um, there was a five-book series written by Al Ewing. You've probably heard me gloat about him before. He's one of my favorite authors. He uh, he wrote that five series, uh, five book series. It was really good. I actually just reread it because the sequel came out last Wednesday, not yesterday, but the Wednesday before yesterday. And uh, it's almost like I forgot how great that series was, man. So I would. I would like to just discuss how strange uh, the Defender series was. And I believe you haven't read it yet, right? Yeah, you're going to have to do a little bit of enlightening. I did buy um, Defenders Beyond, number one. Uh, I'm going to okay. do a little bit of back reading. But you can you can give me a little bit of insight right now. That's all. Yeah, so, so it'll it'll just be an insightful discussion, and you know, not too much. I, I would prefer it if everybody read it because it is a page turner. You, it this these type of books are like the art on them. I don't know if it's the colors, the colors that they use, or like if it's just the characters they picked, and they they were like maybe the characters were based on how they were drawn and how they look. And it just kind of made the whole book, but the art in these books is very psychedelic. Um, almost in at, the same. You, I was going to say you had me at art. So you know, I'm, I'm already <laughs> yeah, good there. It's like extremely groovy. I think groovy is the best way to describe it. It's like, you almost feel like you're in a different, time like a different era but uh you can't really pinpoint it because it's super future and then very past like actually the story itself kind of dances on that whole uh sort of idea 
in a very different sense than WandaVision. It's not like we're going from the 50s to the 60s, 70s, and so on, but more like the cosmic level of time and all that. So like, it, it's very deep. And like I said, the art is very psychedelic. So what, what you get out of each book in this series is almost like its own story, but it's a hundred percent not its own story. Each book isn't its own story because you need context. They, they constantly go back to contents from uh, the other books, but setting wise, it's like you're in a whole new world each book <laughs> and like different characters, the, the, char the roster like fluctuates between the books and uh, you kind of, it's, it's almost like you can't keep track until you finish the book it's very weird it's very like christopher nolan type of fucking weird uh i, I was gonna series, say but... like i'm looking at some of the cover arts just to look at the cover arts on unlimited and it seems like uh dr strange is a mainstay uh silver surfer is that who that is it looks a little bit young but is that the silver so, surfer so you have the lineup is from the first book because it, it changes, but the original five are uh, Doctor Strange, Silver Surfer, the Masked Raider, uh, I think the name is Cloud or Nebula. It's, it's a cloud, it's cloud. Yeah. It, it kind of looks cloud. like Eternity, like Eternity a little bit. It's very, uh deep that character is very deep and then the fifth character is uh the red harpy the uh, mm -hmm. red she-hulk so uh, what's her name betsy banner yep she yep so that's the original lineup um in the second book you i, I don't know if you see the cover of the second book but you meet the mother of galactus which i don't know if we've if she's been introduced i don't think that's her first issue ever or her first appearance, but a lot of people don't aren't familiar with the mother of Galactus or even the whole fucking birth of Galactus. Like, let's stop and try to fathom that for a while, uh, another day. But the yeah, so you see the mother of Galactus, she becomes a permanent uh team member. Okay. Um and the rest kind of come and go. I can't it, it's it's really the story is it's not a typical read is what I'm trying to get at basically. And, and the art style with the, with the story style is just a total trip. Like by the time you finish it, you're so surprised that it made sense. Cause you're the whole time you're reading it, you're like, how's this all boiled together? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, like that. And just like, even moment for moment, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what am I fucking reading? I had to stop at least four times on one page where I was just like, like <laughs> trying to tell like, okay, what is just fucking like cosmic goo? And what is this person's body? And like, who's talking to <laughs> who? And why is there no periods in this dialogue? Like it, it's extremely trippy. It's definitely some like Alice in Wonderland type of shit. Like, really really good read that that's something i definitely want to, to talk about but i was just like 
the whole time like i don't know how i'm going to talk about it if no one else if, if he didn't read it because it's like no but I, I just what do i describe like just no fucking... so like i can bounce off of that a little bit because i read doc or i'm starting to read dr strange right and i've read silver surfer those are two characters that you know i really love to dive into um like silver surfer rebirth was a very simple five five issue you know it's a current read it, it just it just came out probably within the last three months all five um oh, so it's, it's already completed yeah it's already done it was only five a uh, nice little quick introduction or reintroduction of the silver surfer because he really you know besides defenders and then besides uh guardians i think he really didn't have uh anything you know for a while like the silver surfer he had, he had the the animation yeah the gave animation good, yeah gave it, gave, I, I think that basically gave his best uh absolutely i agree 100 best complete complete picture you know like you got the origin you got some galactus's journey in there right i feel like that i feel like that animation did him the most justice yeah but other than that since like I know there was stuff in between Infinity Saga, and then there was one other one that released in the early 2000s that was just like a mainline of a Silver Surfer. I don't know who wrote it. I could look it up real quick. But um, other than that, you really haven't seen Silver Surfer. So it was a great like reintroduction of like what the Silver Surfer stood for and, and what he was doing, you know, within the cosmos with his cosmic power and how he chose to use it. Um, but like Silver Surfer is a simple read. At least everything I've read was pretty straight line, pretty, pretty easy to follow along with. Doctor Strange, though, is a tough <laughs> read every single time. Like his dialogue really? is is hard to follow. Like, and he has all these quirky like sayings like, oh, by the Hogarth, like what is it? Um something Hogarth, uh damn i for, i'm forgetting the line he, he speaks a lot of magic right like basically yeah, he's like a lot of magic like and a lot of stuff pulls from all of that source that sorcery um so like it is hard I, it's hard to follow along but i was wondering I just, if the character sets like within the book have that like difference like is it harder to read one character than the other oh definitely uh sorry excuse me um well not so much. I mean, uh, Strange himself, yeah. When he's performing a spell, it almost never makes sense. Or not even just, <laughs> it, not even just his spells. Like he could be a little hard to understand. The thing is with this with this story is it's like traveling cosmos, mm. so it's deep as fuck, man. So like the entire dialogue, I feel like is just like mind bending you have it, it honestly i would say like you, it takes more than just a, a higher reading level to like for, for someone to be able to read it just once like to yeah. just read from a to b like from start to finish just one time no like looking back or like stuttering on thoughts like it there's no way it it throws a lot at you but I don't want to say that and then come across as like it's too much, like or it's overwhelming. Because right. it is, it is overwhelming if you're not willing to accept the challenge, you know. But like if you're 
if you're a reader that enjoys like a little bit of like, hey, you're gonna have to wake up to read this, you know, like you get off your ass to read this because this is this one is drawing you in. You're not just gonna surface level read this, pick it up and go be like, yeah, Captain America fought this guy, I gave him the hands, and but you know that happened instead, and there's the fight. No, right. like this is like, was there a fight? Like if there was a fight, like was the I, dude honestly like I can't even describe these types of things because I just haven't like I'm not the one who fucking created it so like <laughs> I feel like there's no way anybody's just gonna like get this and be like holy shit like that was such a beautiful story of like the dog who completed a racing career with three legs you know right. like this is like what the fuck just happened? Let me reread it. And then you finally get catch on. Honestly, when Beyond is finished, I'm going to reread the whole thing again. Like yeah. from Defenders to Defenders Beyond. Because I think each time I read it, I'll just understand more. So, But yeah. I'll, it's just like, it's such a valuable read because you get so much from the pages. You know, like, even some of their word bubbles have like different colored letters and like it you don't know what it means but you know what it fucking means as you're reading the story you know like i can't describe what the, the colors on those letters mean but when you're reading the fucking story the picture and the words like they put they put some shit together man it's crazy i i highly recommend that read Fucking Defenders Beyond is fresh. It's brand new. Defenders 2021 obviously came out around this time last year, probably. Check them out all together. I think it's going to be like 10 books. I think this is going to be five series. Uh, a nice. five book series again, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so in your opinion, it, it flows pretty well to, like, to the new Beyond series. Like you can just follow right in. Nice and you easy. Can, you can, they tell you like, oh, blah, 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 since Dr. Since Strange's, then, yeah. si since his uh, death, because I guess he died. There's the whole death of Dr. Strange. Death of Dr. Strange, five issue series, yep. That, that shit's canon. That's got to be canon because they're talking about it. Al Ewing didn't write that, right? Um, I will tell you. No, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he didn't because I would know if he did. <laughs> like i would probably have my hands on that if he did no jed mckay oh, jed mckay um and so the, just, they're they're buddies dude jed yeah. mckay and that isn't that, that story is fantastic by the way highly recommend bro they gotta be buddies because they write a lot of stuff um that like oddly relates to each other uh like they wrote one wrote venom and one wrote immortal hulk and then they switched now yes. one's writing yeah so like yeah. that's i feel like that's uh they have to be friends right yeah they got but, it. Uh, yeah. just producing a lot together um but yeah i'm i'm excited especially with uh the tie-in for death of dr strange because i i read that and and that was fun um i really got after that uh, after Multiverse of Madness with Clea's introduction, 
um, because I know she was kind of like reintroduced to the canon line um, during that. And, you know, with, you know, being married to Doctor Strange and, and being the Sorcerer Supreme of the, the Dark Realm and, and all this stuff. Um, it was really cool. And now I'm reading, reading Strange. Uh, and it's about Clea being the Sorcerer Supreme of two realms, which is really cool because Doctor Strange is dead. How far is that? Is that like what three or four books long? Yeah, it's four books. Four books right now. Okay. And they in the end, it kind of will draw like the average fan, um, especially with the cover art for number four, because they have uh, what's called Shadow Knight on the cover. Uh, so Shadow Knight looks exactly like Moon Knight, but it's like a possessed uh, like demon that controls the entity that um, is Moon Knight. You know, it's created um, from what's his what's that God's name? I'm blanking. Um, uh. Dude, he's got. I was just uh, trying to remember his name because I knew you were. Yeah, the god Conchu. Um, yeah, it it's cool. It's a cool little like difference. Like she has fought this Shadow Knight in a different realm. Um, it it's really cool. So the fact that like Defenders Beyond, you know, is is like a canon book, and you got all this stuff around it, and stuff's releasing right now. So right it now, seems you know, like so, so it seems that it can, and you know what else that related to it kind of being that or what how it related to other things that are now is um there was the the lady Loki. Yes. I don't know if it was the Sylvie. same one, but Sylvie, I don't know if her name I don't think she went by Sylvie in this book, but like the first page, like it starts out so basically Loki in this book just changes his uh well he could do that anywhere loki could be anything he's a shapeshifter so he went from girl loki to boy loki in the first book i was like what (laughs) i was like so are we gonna go like back and forth or is he just gonna change his look accordingly because that how when you read the first when you read the defender series those five Mm -hmm you immediately think like oh shit are we <laughs> is this another like each book we're like like fucking hold on don't unbuckle your seatbelt type shit because uh yeah i don't know i feel like loki i sorry that's how i related it to now because uh we saw all those different variants of loki in loki. And we, yeah. yeah and we and like it was all the fact that he could shapeshift he's a shapeshifter and he just in those dimensions or in those universes he just chose to be you know a fucking alligator or uh the blonde chick trying to find it because there is a comic with kid loki on it and i'm pretty sure it's an avengers one i don't know if it's all out or savage or but like the kid the kid loki is a part of a new team like a fairly new team right now. I just can't remember which one it is because I, I don't have the comic. Uh, well, it, well, look, he's on Legion. He's on the cover of Legion. Is oh, Legion of Loki? X? Is that Kidley or is that regular Loki? No, that looks like a regular Loki to me anyway. But I don't know. It could be. It could be. But I definitely have seen... The, the kid like Loki, Loki character 
on something and I'm, I'm, it's going to bother the hell out of me, but I'll find it eventually. But it's, it is cool. Like when you start to see like, not like total crossovers, but you know, you, these characters and you, you just start to see the universe and how it's kind yeah. of folding together. I think that's really cool. Yo, I'm looking at this cover, bro. And what do you see, dude? Galactus. What do you see? There's there's Galactus in yeah. the background of the cover. I'm looking at it and I'm like, wait, Galactus. <laughs> and what I can immediately relate to Loki and Galactus is fucking Defenders, bro. Boom. Oh, they, Galactus there might you go. be in Defenders, dude. He might be in Defenders Beyond. He was kind of in the other Defenders, but barely, like, you gotta read it. You know, it's, it's a whole thing. That's cool. If it, right. if it happens, but, yeah. if it happens, you heard it here first. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Get the prediction out there. Yeah, yeah man. That's, that's a... That, that was definitely something I, I was, I'm glad we talked about. Uh, Cause that's a weird side of the Marvel universe that I feel like the world should know about. You know, yeah. the world needs to know about that stuff. It's it's definitely a little confusing, but you know. Well, I think it's important. It it's important, especially for the average Marvel fan, which is most of the people that are probably listening to this. If you're, you know, and um, what do they call it? If you're an insider or a true believer, or you know whatever you status you may have in the marvel universe like the people that don't know just should have an avenue to follow you know and like learn just a little bit more because if you learn just a little bit more you're gonna look for the next thing and then you're gonna look for the next thing and you're gonna look at a youtube video and then you're gonna watch another show on disney plus and then you're gonna want to buy that pop on the wall and then you're gonna want to listen to this podcast and all of a sudden you're like a huge Marvel fan and you don't even know it. I think like to this point from inception, like I'd say five months now, I've gone from picking up my first comic in in one of my boxes to having three full boxes, a podcast and being obsessed with the MCU. So I, that's how quickly to, it can happen. You know what it, I mean? Dude, it like that, dude. And it's uh, such a and it's such a hard thing to like put down because yeah. it's because <laughs> it's never ending too. It's never ending. Yeah, the more you read, the more basically you set yourself up because you're not going to want to stop knowing about this character. They make these characters lovable, all of them. I literally read. I think before I started reading like this new era of x-men or of like mutants mm -hmm. i was like it i was like iffy about them you know because they weren't that <laughs> i was like oh that's fox like fuck them they're never gonna fucking matter like i kind of lost my love for them i don't know why i was just became like a young adult and was like oh if it ain't marvel studios it's not it you know type <laughs> of deal so like i developed this like hatred towards like anything that wasn't gonna end up in marvel studios basically it wasn't it wasn't so much of a hatred but i just didn't care for it and then all of a sudden i learned about a few things from the hellfire gala of 2021 i was like wait 
the mutants are fucking cool dude all of them like every time you read one of those books that from uh what is it destiny of x right now i haven't even read destiny of x actually so i can't even speak on that but like dawn of x reign of x dude all those books had me loving so many characters that i can't even tell you which ones are my favorite i just stick to multiple man domino or uh deadpool and magneto dude those are like the three top mutants right there and my my favorites you know, those are my favorites right now but yeah marvel offers too many characters dude like if you can't Wait. relate to if you can't relate to a marvel book you're tough yeah it's i'm starting to realize that digging into like because i'm on dawn of x still uh, still to this day i i just I'm really bogging down and like I'm trying to get through Fallen Angels and um, Damn, dude, that's I, Fallen Angels was hard for me. I, it's so not, hard. It's not so feeling hard. Down. And it's just but the art too. The art doesn't it's grab the art is all of it. The art it's is all, all of it. Because <laughs> I like reading about Psylocke. Psylocke. Yeah. Psylocke's awesome. Um, what's her name? Quanan. Quanan. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say that? I think Quanan. so. I don't know how they say it, but that's how it's spelled. Quanon. That she's she's cool, man. That's what I'm saying. Like I learned about so many. Taking that route with mutants was the best way to go because I have so many like different characters. I could talk. I could relate like any moment in life to a uh, a character, a, a moment that happened on Krakoa, dude. It's like exactly. Oh, it's like yeah oh, one time so-and-so did this to so-and-so and it was funny haha no one laughs just me i'm like oh, okay <laughs> well <laughs> you don't know I, about it i think i texted or, or sent you a snapchat of like even the little things now right so i think it's in excalibur is it excalibur have the star jammers i, I think it does the star jammers um they might have been in excalibur but they definitely showed up in New Mutants. Oh, no, no, I think it was New Mutants. So yeah. they have they have a T-shirt that has uh, the space lawyer on it. And I was like, oh, my oh, God. Like, I, I, I love this shirt. Nobody would fucking get that ever, ever. Like, just the little things that you learn and That's can just pick up thing. on. You know, Ugh, it's funny because, like, when you're in there, when you're in that comic, seeing something like that, you're like, oh, my God, that's that's a nice little cut right there. Like, you know, like nobody else is going to realize that if you don't read the book, you know, and the, the, the whole world that the mutants give you is so far from what the Avengers and Spider-Man and like what they are that it's just a, it's literally a whole new marvel like for people that don't know it like it's a whole new background a whole new story all new characters a whole different mindset and it's it's perfect they'd be crazy to not do anything with Krakoa, dude like in the marvel in marvel studios like their shit that stuff that's Krakoa dealt is so cool yeah no for sure check out the Russell Dodderman cover, bro. So you read, oh, how, you that read, is you cool. read House and Powers of X, right? Yes, I did. Look at his arm. 
You know, his arm is mechanic. So, oh. bro, it, it fuck. It looks like it fucking killed him from his arm, bro. My boy Cable, dude. I'm looking. <laughs> I look at this. I look at this cover, and I'm like, what? What happened, dude? Like, is he dead? Like, he's, is this dead? Is this young Cable that's dead, or is this old man Cable that's dead? Like. There's different, there's different like emotions for whoever's dead here, bro. If that's Young Cable and he's dead like that, bro, what? Young Cable's is the coolest dude, hands down, one of the coolest people on Krakoa, dude. Like, and he's and he's cooking up with one of the uh, the um, what what are they called? The Stepford Cuckoos. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh the. Emma Frost's daughters, the five of them. Oh yeah, they're, yeah. They're yeah, like they have all different like emotions and stuff or whatever. I don't know actually much about them. I just know that <laughs> I just know that they're quintuplets, and and what's his name? Cable is with one of them, and uh, Kid Omega is with one of them. Which he might have changed his name. I don't know. I forgot. But bro. Uh, there's so much there's so much gossip from the start to finish of that whole um this whole era of mutants dude it's like there's like cool shit to talk about from all of it i will say i will say though like so for the people that are listening that have no clue like if you want to get into mutants start start with house and powers of x it's um six issues each and they kind of rotate back and forth so you got like house one power one uh power one house uh or power two uh house two you know so on and so forth just catch a reading list and that's the base for everything that is mutants right now like you i I know there's a bunch of other stuff you could read you could read uncanny x-men like i'm a big gambit fan you know, Gambit's and Uncanny X-Men. Fantastic like, all that stuff's Four. fun. Yeah. Fantastic Four. The current run of Fantastic Four is a really good one to read. Sorry, mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that out there. because No, no. I, it's it, good. It, it, it uh, collides with all this X-Men stuff, I mm-hmm. think, the whole way. So, like, it's super It's super current. It's, like, a very good book to read because they always, that... like, fuck around with other people in the Marvel Universe. So, they, the 2018... They, they yeah, 2018 yeah. Fantastic Four is where it started. What I've noticed is like that book connects to literally everything. Yeah, literally. the whole time. Like it's super King in Black. Uh, there's like uh, Empire. I don't know, there's like Empire. Yeah, Empire. Uh, uh, there's a bunch of different. Like I haven't read that yet. I actually not started. Even, not even just events, but like random, because there's the four family members like and then there's the two kids and that there's also the future foundation that's somewhere off in in another gal uh another universe because franklin was just fucking spitting out universes and they were like yep. let's travel to this universe like that's literally what they've been doing sue richard franklin and Val- valeria were all literally just like <laughs> Traveling around, around with around. the future foundation, literally creating universes and traveling through them. Which is crazy to so think about, not to like totally tie back, but in the multiverse of madness, 
the Richard kids are alive because he says it. He says, I've got kids too. So imagine, imagine if that's kind of your gateway. All right, had to take a quick break just because the meeting time was over. I'm cheap and, and only have the free version of Zoom. So there's that. But we were talking about the um, the, the fantastic. Yeah. Oh, well, it was actually uh, you were talking about how reading the, um, the uh, current like mutant stuff yep. will tie you into so much stuff of the like it's the best current thing to read. And then I was thrown in. Like, I kind of cut you off from talking about that by throwing in, uh, oh, so it's Fantastic Four. You were saying something. Um, I forgot. What, yeah, you're... yeah, no, I don't know. That totally just passed my mind. I was just saying that, like, the new, like, the new Fantastic Four does weave in and out, like, very well between different events. And then you touched on, you know, it, it that it goes off of not just events, but definitely like different universes that are being created you know throughout yeah. the the comic universe that it is and which <laughs> kind of after we i don't know if it was after was it after but i was talking about how the multiverse of madness it was interesting that the kids are alive and that you know it could it could be a tie-in oh, yeah. that they're creating yeah. all of these multiverses or engaging in all yeah. these multiverses and franklin richards is alive and we don't know what age he is you know and i don't know just between another thing that i love about co reading comics is between the comics and what happens in the mcu if you dive in to comics you'll develop and have your own opinions about stuff that may or may not happen you know which I know we were totally going a little too hard with Multiverse of Madness on the first go rodeo. You know, we wanted it to be the cameo, uh, you know, the cameo special of Marvel. But it's it just it does make you formulate your own opinion if you read this these backstories. You know, there's a lot that can go on. Like my my the first issue I ever read, Fantastic Four ninety four. Uh, the Richards family goes and drops off Franklin to Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness babysits Franklin Richards for a little while and tries to, you know, like, quote unquote, kind of manipulate the situation, you know, with her magic and all these other villains that are in that book. It's so funny now that, you know, the Fantastic Four is not quite a thing yet, but Agatha Harkness is. And we have no no backstory to Agatha Harkness, but we have one coming up. You know, it's very very interesting with a lot of the stuff that can just tie in, you know, with, to the comic book world. Yeah, and now that now that I've actually just recently noticed, because I guess the first time I read through some books, I missed some things, but in the twenty twenty one Hellfire Gala, Kevin Feige. And Jonathan Hickman were both drawn into the story. The X-Men, I believe it was uh, X-Men 20 or X-Men 21. It was the last X-Men issue. Uh, the last Jonathan Hickman X-Men issue. Um, and yeah, and seeing that happen definitely like broadens my fucking uh, 
perspective of where, like, what this Marvel Universe is. This is now Kevin Feige's Marvel Universe. And I'm learning to embrace that there's going to be change all over the board. It's not just going to be one or two things you see being changed. There's going to be change. And that's okay because it's his now. And if it was given to him and he just did nothing, if he didn't tailor it at all to himself, then at that point, Stan Lee might have given it to the wrong guy. Right. You know? Because I, you know, Stan Lee is a cre- uh, I'll just sum it up. Stanley is a creator, and I think he was giving his creation to another creator, not just someone who's going to own it. You know? Absolutely. I agree 100%. So, so I, I'm like, I think that's the most exciting thing, too, is that there is, like you were saying, when you read into these things and you see, like, oh, like there's, you can go so many different ways with each uh, character. Right, I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. And now, like, seeing like the real freedom of that, you know, like it, the freedom is open. He could go whatever way he wants with whatever character he wants, and you know, and then that's that. I think the best thing to do with that is to embrace it and love it for what it is. You know. Absolutely. I will say this: the bleach to to people's minds that Twitter is. I did see a kind of funny uh, theory that like one of the MCU titles could end at like one of these parties and it could be like the Hellfire Gala Um, (laughs) because somebody brought up the fact that I don't know if they knew or didn't know that other people could go to this Hellfire Gala, but somebody said something about the Captain America Hellfire Gala cover. And the fact that he's like an Avenger. Oh, what's an Avenger doing on the Hellfire Gala covers and blah, blah, blah. Well, you never know. I think there's a reason for everything. And I haven't read the 2022 Hellfire Gala yet in in Destiny of X, but... um, Well, he was at the the 2021 one. Well, the, the Gala, the Gala is actually meant to... Gather. bring everybody together yeah and just yeah really dude it's super i think it's super sick like they basically are like everyone come together socialize spit your you know spit your game talk your shit you know like hey you want to be in business you want to get in bed you know like what's up do we like you do you like us what's going on or, you know like it's that party it's a party go and flex if you don't flex you're gonna feel like shit because yeah. everyone else is big flexing. <laughs> I, I don't think this person understood. He thought it was more, I think he thought it was more of an X-Men only type yeah. deal. Well, you gotta read. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But like, I'm just saying it did bring up like a pretty interesting thing like out of that because even though he didn't know that all these other characters are in it, like it could happen. We could see at like the, at the end of, uh, you know, in Avengers or at the end of a, one of the main titles and end credit is like they're all at this hyped up, like fancy dressed party. And yeah, all of a sudden could, it, you, it you have something. Low key too. Yeah, absolutely. They could, they could make it like it's a oh, just any formal gathering, you know, 
and then exactly. each time each time you watch it you're like what the is that is, is that, that what i think it is is that yo that's <laughs> Iceman? what like you know like that would be that's actually a really good uh it's a conspiracy I like I, for I sure because like i like that because that's cool I, I think like that's super in their uh like um in their core or like in their ball field you know absolutely in their ballpark <laughs> their ballpark sorry there's an old youtube video that had that same type of dilemma right there and it reminded <laughs> me of it. <laughs> so i laughed and i thought about it but uh damn dude i i'm so i i get so excited to see like how they introduce stuff i feel yeah, like me that's too. like I feel like that's at least 25% of each movie's hype. It's like what they're going to do at the end of the fucking credits. Like, I mean, the people that leave, I'm like, you're not a real Marvel fan. Like, okay, I can't I, stand, I can't stand I it when I'm sitting that... in the movie theater and I just see people walking out during the credits and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you're leaving at, at this point, though it's been over twenty years, hasn't it? No, no, yeah. no. Well, it's been almost twenty. No, it started in two thousand eight, so it's twenty or it's like two thousand eight. Yeah, that's when that's when Iron fourteen Man came out. fourteen years. Uh, okay, dude. So yeah, it's. It's age. Yeah, if you if you don't know by now that there's end scene credits, you're either like, yeah, no, you just clue. you just don't know. You're just not it. You you are you have no clue. <laughs> you live in a my, you live in a I basement. Could, I could see my dad not waiting until the end of the credits, but it it is like a long time to wait in a movie theater for some people dude i don't know it is a, i think they do ask a little of you not a lot if you're a fan it's nothing at all oh i just gotta sit well, here and watch the credits it yeah. pays respect it pays respect to the people that the credits are going to you know and i think that's why ultimately they do it you know what i mean it's like you they work so hard on this movie people always just get up and leave you know i I mean, I get it. Maybe I'll like go on my phone or whatever, and until I see like the screen go dark real quick. Uh, but I'll it's read like some names for fun, you know. It'd be like, yeah. <laughs> oh wow, like no way. That's Jessica Cheeseburger House. That's a real last name. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you see the weirdest names on credits, dude. It's kind of it, there's some stuff to look forward to. If you really want to like force yourself to to believe that, you know, <laughs> you can make some stuff up. For sure. Um yeah, you got any other actually I don't want to throw out a current read that I'm reading. And I think I shot it out the last podcast or the podcast before, but I'm reading um Ghost Rider. Oh um, yeah. It, dude. Um whew. I'll tell you what. And who, and who is it? Who is the Ghost Rider in this? Man, I gotta get better about these on the fly. I uh, is there a Daniel? This isn't I, I think I heard of a Dan, dude. Like a the Ghost Rider in all new Fantastic Four. I think his name is Daniel or something. 
So it's Percy, Smith, and Valenza. Valenza on Ghost Rider. Um, oh, the riders? No, but uh, but who is the Ghost Rider? Oh, oh, the Ghost Rider is Johnny Blaze in this one. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. At least I think. I mean, and here's where I'm a little confused. Like I've seen um, a Ghost Rider Vengeance title right which that's yeah. not the one i'm reading that's i'm just reading like a normal it's, ghost rider it's like what it's like 60 years of ghost rider yes yes um okay. but this ghost it's rider 66. thing is just like hey we were talking about complex reads between the art it's i, I would assume it's more like what you were describing with defenders like it's just like you have to like double take sometimes be like holy what is going on and like for the first time in since reading comics i mean i haven't been reading comics for a while i actually felt like a horror horror like type like fright from reading a page like there was like um i wouldn't say it's like a Shyamalan type thing like you know how Shyamalan has those people in his movies that are like hi how are you today like they're really like possessed kind of like just like folded over have you ever watched an m night Shyamalan movie i definitely have but i will i'm not good at reciting these times (laughs) (laughs) anyway so like there was this woman um that was like behind ghost rider behind the bike and like she was just like this crazed woman and like she, she like pulled over he stopped and she was talking to her and like ah, dude it was just like this weird situation where he ended up getting in the car with the woman and she like turned to him and said something about like his future or whatever and started like looking like possessed and being this demon that was inside this a, of this, this old woman oh yeah this, dude this is current like this is wow how many it, i mean how many books yeah. is this because i i'm probably like at this point like already upset with myself for not buying into it uh so it is on issue four right now oh it's not bad no 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 um i'm gonna i'm gonna try to actually find the actual like what this lady says because i literally had fright frights dude it's like, oh, like, what is going on here? Um, but yeah, Ghost Rider is super cool, super, super cool. And like the pages uh, of these, oh, like even this right here. Okay, like Ghost Rider checks into this hotel, and like he's he's figuring out like part of the Ghost Rider is still in him, and, and he fights with the Ghost Rider taking over his body every time blah 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 but he checks into this hotel and like all of a sudden like he sees like the water turning black uh, this and that and he like feels the ghost rider from the mirror that's in his room so he goes and looks into the mirror and all of a sudden the mirror crashes down to the floor and the ghost rider's face is within the broken pieces on the floor right and then there's like a hallway behind the mirror and it just leads to like the looking behind the mirror in each room. So whoever this person was, this demon was, was looking inside each hotel room through this hallway. 
it was like a double panel mirror right and he finds he uh, johnny blaze walks down this room and finds this room that is covered in blood covered in blood everywhere and he he just like johnny blaze gets taken over by the ghost rider and like he starts running down the hallway and finds this like giant demon dude i it is such a wild comic there's so much substance it's like every single issue is a horror movie and it's I might, amazing i, I might uh, that actually might be like super worth dwelling into now or like diving into now if it's only four books in i could do that yeah, i could pick it, that up maybe yeah so if you're anybody wanting to know a little bit about ghost rider because we might we might there's a chance we might get a Ghost Rider hint in She-Hulk from the leaks that I've seen. You never know. Oh, I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that at all? No, I haven't. But uh, I'm just hoping... I, look, I, I just have one ask for Ghost Rider, and it's a simple ask. Robbie Reyes. I don't know if everyone's on the same page, but I think Robbie Reyes is the coolest of Ghost Riders, dude. The dude stands on top of a Challenger, bro, or a Charger. He stands yeah. on top of it. Yeah. It's got a fucking fire coming out of it. <laughs> he has, like, he's holding on to, like, chains. Like, he even turned a Quinjet. I think, did we talk about this before? He turned a Quinjet into his fucking flaming stallion dude what what was it was that he, in a comic empire. or show? Empire? An empire oh i gotta read yeah. empire the empire yeah. event so i think it's uh empire zero um avengers i am there's empire there's empire zero fantastic four and empire zero avengers i am a stan of the shield abc show and robbie reyes is in that and it's See, so good it's and it's i've so heard good. actually my buddy uh my buddy al from work he said he told me love al like, dude he was <laughs> like he, i think my buddy said something like oh there you know there's a he said something about you know mexican superhero and he was like yeah robbie reyes and then al was like yeah, Robbie Reyes is super cool, especially the one on ABC. And I was like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. I was like, are you serious, Al? <laughs> the one on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is cool? He was like, yeah, it's the coolest one. It's and the I, best crossover character in the whole show, I think. Dude, I started seeing Robbie Reyes in different books, and I was like, whoa. Robbie fucking Reyes, dude. Hold it down, bro. <laughs> dude i'm glad i'm like that's such a cool character design dude he's like probably i don't know exactly his origin but i'm imagining he's probably like mexican-american dude on a fucking charger <laughs> like that that and that's cool if you're a young person and you're like you know i don't know like oh i wish i was this person or that's like a cool person yeah that's a cool like, one like imagine going to school like yeah i'm fucking robbie reyes dude. so at, at least on the abc show he gets like thrown from a car 
um and he's like he just like feels the ghost rider like do you want a second chance like he basically like the ghost rider you know is asking him if he wants to like basically have his body taken over for a second chance at life so that's kind of the origin at least in the afc abc show wow yeah it's basically a car car accident yep pretty crazy i won't go into full details but (laughs) okay i was gonna say just random approach like fuck i hit my car hey oh do i want a second chance for life sure no no it's yeah it's it's way more in depth than that (laughs) but i wanted to give you like without the spoil you know it's cool it's cool love me some ghost rider would love to see um I would love to see Robbie Reyes and the guy that played Robbie Reyes in the ABC show come back. Um, yeah, that'd be really that'd cool. Be nice. If he's on, because, if it's on Disney Plus, that's promising. Yeah, it is. Um, and Ghost Rider also just unlocks a lot of different stuff, man. Like Ghost Rider, like you said, Ghost Rider's in Empire. I didn't even know that. But like stuff he's like a, Midnight, he's an Avenger. Yeah, he's an Avenger. He's in the Midnight Suns. He's in a bunch of different things man that actually matter to all these backstories speaking of midnight sun have you noticed that issue one is a david nakayama cover what looks good i don't know if all if they're all going to be david nakayama covers the um Midnight Suns? Yeah. And also, dude, also Thunderbolts, dude. I'm I'm about to read these new Thunderbolts, bro. <laughs> they look at, like I heard about it. I think I read something on it and it looks fucking lit, bro. I think uh this person I follow on IG is um like he he like rates books coming out for the week, like new comic books. And uh, he like says he has some picks that he thinks might be worth something. And like, he'll tell you why he thinks it's worth something. It's pretty cool. He's got a cool page. But I think that's where I learned about the Thunderbolt DNA cover, bro. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Cause I don't even see this Midnight Suns thing. I'm trying to like, look, look it up real quick. Oh, I have, I'm subscribed to it at the store. For sure. Oh, really? But you really don't see a Midnight Suns book? No. I gotta, I gotta look that up. I gotta, I gotta look it up and probably subscribe to it. I think, I, I think I saw it on t- uh, Twitter, bro. Oh, so yo, shout outs to David Nakayama, bro. Dude, for real, like he do, do liked my response and said something to me he said something so nice <laughs> so cool. really that's yeah, awesome I, I was a big fanboy i told that to Leo. i was like look david nakayama i think he did it on instagram and twitter bro i love that type, i love that type of love from oh you know, goodness anybody, yeah anybody. is that magic wait who is that who's that girl in the middle of the midnight suns cover Oh, dude, that's magic, bro. Wait. Magic, Wait. Ghost Rider, uh, Wolverine, Blade. I don't know who the other two are. Who are the other two? 
which Wolverine? Uh, Lauren? Uh, no, it's um, Logan. No, I don't think it's Logan. That's um, James Howell. Uh, oh, wait, which cover are you looking at? Midnight Silence number one, covered by David Nakayama. Hang on, I'll swing it over to this screen. I know this is great content for the visual, but see it? Can you see it on my? Uh, wait, I think I see it. I'm looking at it now. It's got Blade, Ghost Rider, Magic, Wolverine. What is that? Yeah, it, was like, it looks like a zombie in the top, doesn't it? That could be Dr. Voodoo up there. I don't know but, who the uh, other girl is. Looks like some right. dark chick. I don't know, like the like a dark magic. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who that is. But yeah, no. There's a few. There's, I'm looking at his Twitter, bro. There's a few. There, I think he's got. Oh, he's it got, says um, it. It says it. Magic Wolverine, Nico Minero, Zoe Levu. Oh, there, that, that so it's, a, it's a breakout character from Strange Academy. I didn't read Strange oh. Academy. So. Oh, I think someone the I like. The Spirit Rider. It's not, it's not Ghost Rider. It's Spirit Rider. Yeah, dude, Spirit Rider's pretty cool. I didn't read too much of her, but uh, I was going to. I, I was going to read about her, but then I had to stop buying comics for a while. because That's a cool lineup. It, it was getting out of hand. Um, yeah, no, that looks really good, and so does Thunderbolts. Um, Thunderbolt looks really good, cool. but all right, man. I mean, is there anything else you want to hit on, or you want to just wrap it up and we'll save some more for a different episode? And I mean, that sounds right. Well, like I, yeah, I think I hit a good bit. There's still stuff, stuff uh, y'all can talk about tomorrow. So yeah, and if you're available tomorrow, as long as it still goes down, we're we're good to have you. So oh, true, true. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna <laughs> have to think. I have to like process a lot, and I still have to read. What's it called? Uh, only fantastic four yeah i do too i gotta go pick up mine i'm just it's it's getting pretty good so yeah all right well i'm gonna wrap it up here for episode four of house of m i'm still on the fence of calling it uncanny that 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 was pretty pretty <laughs> awesome that i don't know we'll we'll see we're gonna leave it at house of m number four though and we'll you can catch us at house of m pod at twitter why don't you shout out your page too dude your instagram page because that is lit oh uh yeah my page on instagram is pages underscore of underscore marvel uh it's a it's a comic book page you know i share what i pull for the week or sets i've collected and uh, cool quotes and pictures from the pages themselves. So, you know, I just try to get people 
into uh, into the whole gig over here, man. Into buying comic books, collecting them, and sharing them. So make sure you go follow that. And I started a House of M TikTok page. And here's my plan Ooh. for at least the first 52 videos, I think there is. You're going to get a different House of M book and breakdown cover art for each day for the next 52 days. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it every... Ah, that's what I'm trying to... So like, you know, those trends on TikTok that go like day after day after day. Like, I mean, one comic a day on TikTok is not bad. That's not bad. So like I could read it real quick, get the synopsis for the TikTok, and then throw it up. And then everybody learns about the entire line of House of M, however many issues it is, and however many days. I think that's a cool way to start it. And then we'll, we'll just float in some like extra stuff in there. So be on the lookout for that. Go follow us on TikTok. It's uh, House of M Pod, I believe, as well. Same title, same tag. Uh, like CK said, uh, go follow him at Pages of um, Marvel on Instagram. All right. Yeah. Thanks for listening and peace out. Farewell. <laughs>